0: Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host Jay Kirschman, along with my guest Brett Bauer. We are back for part two of the series with him himself and we're going to talk about moving to new cities not something that's easy uh, I think we've all been there done that, but as you do one after another and we all know it's kind of fluid within the sports industry, especially early on in your career going from opportunity to another um, you know usually you're moving somewhere right and Uh, For your example, you moved from Pittsburgh to Washington, D.C. You stayed on the on the East Coast. Um, I've made a couple of moves myself going from coast to Midwest to coast. And we I mean, we've just kind of gotten a a mixture of climates. We'll we'll call it that. So that's that's always a a factor as well. So uh, in terms of the wardrobe and what you're moving. But let's talk a little bit about moving to new cities, Brett, and. Um, what, you know, what that process is like, what do you, what do you have to think about? I mean, there's, it's, it's a daunting task when you really think about it, right? And
1: so, so, you know, this perfectly opens up after our last uh, time we talked, but the offer is accepted. You're ready to go. You have all this excitement. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh crap. Like there's a lot to do, uh, both preparing the move for the move, post move, Um, that go through all of this. So, you know, the, the movers and getting everything up and running, I think that piece, you know, there's not, there's no light and insights that I can shed on there, but I think as you go and starting a new job and you're moving to a new city, um, you know, where are you situated versus where work is and all of that. But um, what are you doing in those first few weeks after you got that job acceptance to before you actually start that can put you in a better position once you start in that full-time role. So, you know, things like, can you build out a a 30-day plan or a 60-day plan beforehand that develops and talks about awareness and relationships, both internal and external? What I've found to have happen is once you tell and make the announcement, you're moving, hey, we have this new opportunity. And as you let your partners know, you let your friends know, colleagues know, it seems like everybody knows somebody that is in your market that you're going to, right? I'm sure it happened to you when you made your jump um, and they said, well, I'd love to connect you. And so my answer has always been yes, that mm-hmm. I will take any connection. I will take, I will go out for coffee, lunch, dinners, breakfast. I will try to make any connection because coming from Pittsburgh to D.C., I knew maybe a handful of people just in my own network, but my network obviously knows a lot more people. So always trying to stay um, connected with them and always even creating lists and, and almost a CRM itself of, okay, this person said that they could connect me to their friend. And this person has a brother or sister in there, um, both that can help both personally and professionally. Cause you ever know who they're working for, who they could introduce you to. It's all just about network building and being, um, uh, very relationship focused. I think those are the things kind of moving up to coming into a new city that could be, um, that could set your first 30, 60, 90 days up for success.
0: Well, and so let's, let's back up real quick. You're leaving, you've got that two week period, maybe, uh, more or less, you know, how do you, you talked about the relationship piece. How do you leave some of those yeah. relationships that you've cultivated for, you know, years, um, you know, at your current role, not only in the market, but then also you know, keeping in touch with those people, right? It's not like you're just leaving and never talking. Yeah, to them ever. That, yeah. that's a
1: great point. And, and one that's, um, it's never perfected either, but there's, there's articles out there. There's uh, leadership tactics and management styles um, that, that really stress as employees are leaving you, how are you treating them? How are you helping them actually into their next position? Because that stuff is sticks out. You could have an opportunity where, you know, you lose your lose a a player on your team or, or lose a star in the office, and you're you're kind of, um, you know, you're you're happy for them, but you're also upset that you're losing this star performer. But, you know, as you're leaving as the employee, how can you flip it, right? Because again, the sports industry is small. You want to leave on the best possible terms with not only your director and supervisor, but their uh, whoever they report to, the departments that you had leveraged relationships with, and making sure that their um, their understanding of, of why you're taking the role, and then also seeing if you can help them any last minutes, or wishing them success on their on themselves. So, kind of flip that mentality is like, how are you leaving that employer that just had trained you that had giving you um, opportunities to grow that took on more, you know, management or leadership responsibilities and invested resources and time with you, you really owe them a lot. And and something that can never be taken too lightly as you're kind of going out the door. So whether it is talking to partners and explaining to them what the next process is, thanking them, um, calling them, making sure that they're good, but then also what are those kind of last gifts or the last, ideas or what what do you want to be remembered for as you're walking out because that last two weeks could tarnish or uphold your legacy that you built and your um, impression that you've built throughout your time in that in that organization sure
0: well and you know is there a way you can also produce more if you're on the sales side right like is there a way you could somehow close another deal before you leave or yeah or, or you know I've seen that before. um, Right. And, and handing something off or, or, you know, if you're halfway uh, with a couple of leads, you know, is there a way that you can make introductions and say, Hey, you know, I'm taking this new opportunity, but um, I'd really like you to, you know, continue the conversation with my boss, you know, this, 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 right. Like, are there ways in which you can um, improve that process? And to your point earlier, um, you know, about, Uh, the partners and letting people know, I mean, look, you're, you're in, you know, the global partnership realm. You went from the NHL, you're still working in the NHL. You might have some partners that you worked with at the Penguins that you still work with at your new job. Right. And so, it, just because you work with them one place doesn't mean you, you know, won't work with them ever again. They may be your client and you just, you just have a new right. business card, right? So you got to yeah, keep those it's, in tact it's, too. it's a
1: great point in relationships and that's why the relationships piece is so important, but there's obviously national partners or national brands you'll be working with. But even I think about it, what who are the local or regional relationships that maybe you had um, you, you built a lot of value and credit with that then could introduce you to their counterpart in that region, you know, for example, if any of the the franchise chains, um, whether it's, you know, planet fitness or a QSR, Hey, are you, are you close with the people um, in this region? Is there any way that you could maybe make an introduction? And if you'd built and done and built the relationship and built the partnership, correct. When you were at your previous role or at the role you're exiting, nine times out of 10, that person is going to say, yeah, absolutely. I, I love our relationship. I love what you've been able to do for us. Let me introduce you to this person. So thinking through those, you know, strategic relationships too, and, and asking, and, but you got to ask for it sometimes too, right? And asking for referrals, but also asking for, can you introduce me to your counterparts in these areas that could be a user, a partnership like this as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those—they're not just going to go out of their yeah. way to say, <laughs> "Hey, Brett,
1: you know, congratulations. Uh, I'll, I'll make
0: these connections for you." No, it's you know, it's, to your point, it's it's having that CRM uh, as well of, of yep. who you're going to reach out to. Let's talk about the personal side. We we touched on the professional side, obviously, but the personal side, right? How important it is to have not only a, a, you know, base of friends, um, a young professionals network, uh, you know, if you're not in your family, what that's like, how do you, you know, how do you uh, yep. stay in touch with them? Um, what are some of those things that look, we all, you know, you work long hours, you, you know, you're working a lot, you're getting up to speed and everything, but you still yeah, have a life it, outside of work. It's too.
1: vitally important. And you, you, you see the difference of what you're leaving and what you're going to from a personal and friendship network within those first few weeks that you're in that market, unless you're returning home and you have everything. But if you're going to a new market that you really have no connection to, um, like myself, you know, again, I had no family. I had a few friends um, that were already in market. You're like, wow, okay, it's a Friday night. We don't have a game. What am I trying to do here? So. And that's where again where, where you're building your network from people that want to introduce you that want to connect you in those um in those relationships you'll have work friends you always get work friends there who are they introducing you to and really taking every opportunity if someone asks you to do something and by that time you know you're probably sick. You're, you're sick of sitting inside but um saying yes and really cultivating those relationships just like you would a partner relationship sometimes and, and investing in what they're trying to do and you know, i do I don't need to tell you how to make friends on this podcast, but, you know, making sure like you really, <laughs> you always be active in being and saying yes to some of those things. Cause if that can also turn into a professional relationship with some sort of company or, or helping them get introduced. So, um, and, and joining networks and joining gyms and health clubs and all of that, obviously that, that kind of helps and leads to everything. But I think just always being ready to go at a drop of a hat and doing something with somebody is, is, uh, and having the confidence to do it is an approach that will help build that.
0: Well, and you talked about your network earlier, right? Professionally and how, how can you use your professional work or network to help you personally as well, right? If if you're in a city like you are, where there's, you know, an NHL team, an NBA team, an MLB team, an NFL team, yep. I mean, the list goes on, right? I mean, there's plenty of people that are working in the yep. realm of sports and entertainment that you can call up and, and, you know, Create, yep. create a friendship with you know, whatever it might be, even just, even just to go over to one of those games and observe what they're yep. doing and, and have a good time. So, um, anything else that, you know, you've look, I think the climate piece is a huge one. I know you, you went from cold to cold, <laughs>
1: so that didn't really, uh, different sure.
0: for you, but, um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's not as
1: much of a concern for me. I grew up in Wisconsin, so I, I'm I'm in warm to warm, actually. If you think about it, but uh, uh, the climate wasn't <laughs> as a, of a big of a priority for me. I think what what for me, uh, making the jump from the Penguins to Monumental. And it really was about the multiple teams, multiple properties, a very large, uh, very large market in terms of the U.S. and having international significance and then having the ability to learn the NBA and all the things we're doing in esports and all the things we're doing with our OTT network, Monumental Sports Network, and having these opportunities to learn um, and continue to grow my skill set and awareness for things outside of just maybe the NHL. Um, that I was previously exposed to. I think that was that played more into my decision. I, the the climate piece uh, is I'm still fine. Talk to me in 10 or 15 years. Maybe I get sick of this and I I join you down at the PGA Tour <laughs> or or near it. But uh, that's that's been my mentality. And people you work for too, right? That's kind of the the guiding principle in a lot of this. You want to work for really good people. You want to learn from them. You want to be your best version. Um, and helping them achieve their best version. I, I think that's the, that's the way to kind of look at different opportunities as well.
0: Absolutely. And if you're around good people, they'll help you no matter what situation you're in. And if you've never experienced snow and you went from, you know, uh, the desert or, or, you know, the beach to snow or vice versa, right? Like they'll, Yeah. They'll help and you that's, again, there's
1: so around. many great people in the sports industry that will do that. Uh, shout out to Brian Gaynor, um, from forefront, and as soon as I basically landed and got set up in in uh, D.C., he had like I have four people I need to introduce you to, and just shot out emails right away from the Orioles to the Ravens to a personal friend to some other people. It was like that. That's the guy that goes out of his way to make sure that people fit in right away, and I appreciate him very much for that.
0: That's awesome. Well, and it's also wherever you're at. If there's yep. someone else that
1: leaves too,
0: yep, right, it's doing the same for them, right? It, you know, dep- you know, figuring out where they're yeah, going, yeah, 100. Because they'll return the favor,
1: right? Like when you jump to Florida, there's probably some people right. that helped you get settled, and as people in your own organization or people that you have, um, you know, through different networks, as they're going, like I- I'm the first always offer. Hey, I'd love to just connect you with. I don't know. It it could be a friendship. It could be a professional relationship. Uh, It's always one that if you can just be known for connecting people, there are a lot of things that will come to you down the road and you'll help so many people out along the way. Like it's so easy and, and, uh, um, and something that I continue to look out for.
0: No, absolutely. That's great advice. Um, You know, the one piece I would say is we, we wrap up this episode and we move to, Know, part three and talking about some soft skills and leadership is um as you move to a new city right in theory you've got to kind of rebuild your brand rebuild your reputation it, it obviously sure. travels with you right but you you still have to establish yourself in the new place every single time you go to new one to a new one um can you talk a little bit about that process and that in that mindset of exactly you know, no one knows who i am right uh, you, the people that you left, they do, um, and the people in your network do, but you still have to make a good impression, uh, all the time,
1: every single yeah, day. Yeah, you hit spot on, spot with. on. Nobody, nobody knows who you are and nobody really cares to be quite honest, um, when you start and, and <laughs> when you're meeting your colleagues and you're meeting different departments and, you know, you you almost kind of re go through some of your interview process as you're meeting people, department heads, you're not on, you're not getting grilled, but you're telling your story. You're telling, Hey, here's what I did in my previous experience. Here's my personal life. You know, you, you kind of re rehash some of those same thoughts, conversations, everything like that. But yeah, you have to prove yourself and um, from, from day one and really thinking about it from a mentality to of. Uh, of how can I help you? I, I think that's how I have been taught and something, a mindset that I, I jump into when I'm meeting new people or um, as I'm starting new roles is how, how can I help you? What, what are you, what has been a struggle or what are some, some, some challenges you're facing or what are you, what are you guys just thinking about or, or where do you, where is your allocation of time, energy, going is there something i can contribute to because if you can start to build your brand as a person that's that's helping you and taking on some initiative which is leading into (laughs) our third topic here um in our next session which which is perfect but it's it's how do you help other people and how do you help them achieve what they want to do uh because that will then help build your own brand they'll flip it and how can i help you achieve what you want to do um while still you know focusing on on what your core responsibilities is i think those are that's a mentality that, if you take you, um, you, you can quickly kind of build your own brand uh, as you start out.
0: Yeah, you couldn't have said it any better. So, thank you for those insights and, and uh, advice. Uh, I know uh, everyone goes through that experience one one time or another, <laughs> or a time or two, or three, or four. So. Um, You know, it it certainly helps to hear different perspectives. Yeah. um, Appreciate appreciate it. it again.